Daf Chav Zayin on the bottom line of Chavav Amid Beis. Amar Shmuel. Shmuel says an interesting halacha over here. Yisa Adam Duma Val Yisa Bas Duma. So what is a Duma? What is a Bas Duma? So Duma is a woman that a rumor goes out that she's Mizana. You don't know that she's Mizana. No one. There's no Adim. There's no proof of anything. But everybody on the street sort of knows that she's the type of woman who is Mizana. So what's the issue? And there's another woman. So a person has two people available that they read a shidduch. They read two shidduchim to a person. One, he started doing the research. And one of them, he found out she's mezana a lot with all kinds of people, and no one knows about exactly what the deal is. And the other one, she's a bastuma. This girl's a beautiful, wonderful girl. She went to Beis Yaakov, But her mother was one of these people that was mezana around. So what's a better shidduch? Now, the way Rashi learns the sugya, and we'll see at the end of the sugya, it's not a question of isra v'heter. Both of them, alpi halacha, are mutter. Both of them we don't have to be chayshish at all. But, which is better? Meaning, which is less of an issue that you have to worry about? Now, let's just consider what's going on over here. Marrying a woman whose mother was mezana, then you have a chashash on her kashas. Is this girl, maybe she's a mamzeres, maybe her father was a guy, you don't know what her kashas is. By a woman who's mezana herself, the issue is not, there's nothing wrong with being, marrying a woman who was Mazana all she wants. As long as you weren't the Baal or the Baal at the time that that happened, you're fine. The issue is, is that maybe we have to be Cheshish in the future, you'll be married to her, she'll be Mazana with other people, and you won't know about it, and then you will become us to her, you don't know that you're us to her. So it's a future issue, not a present issue. Two totally different issues that we have going on here. So which is better? So Amar Shmuel, so Shmuel says, Yisa Adam Duma, it's better to marry the woman who has a who herself is kosher, but has a chashash that should be ke'ilu machshu you in the future, v'al Yisa Bas Duma, but don't marry the daughter. Why? Shazu ba mitipakshera. The Duma herself is kosher. Right? There's nothing wrong with her. There's no chashash that she's anything puzzle. The chashash is maybe she'll be machshu you in the future. That's less of an issue. V'zuba mitipapsula. Whereas the Bas Duma herself, maybe, possibly, we don't know, but there's a, a chance that she is from a Tipa Psula, from a, from a Goy or from a Mamzer or something like that. And therefore, Shmuel says, all things being equal, if you have a choice of which one of these two Shaduchim you're going to go with, go with the Duma. No, the opposite. It's better to marry the daughter than to marry the mother. Why? The daughter, we don't know anything's wrong with her. She's, she's fine. There's no rumors about her activities or anything like that. Therefore, the daughter has a cheskes kashis. The mother has a curl about her that she's definitely not Aymid Becheskes Kashrus. I was like, definitely, but probably not Aymid Becheskes Kashrus. Therefore, all things being equal, marry the daughter, don't marry the mother. But the mother, but the daughter is still a, from a, from a teeth. Might she, be from Might a, be, but she has a Cheskes Kashrus. Oh, you, you have a Cheskes Kashrus. She did not do anything wrong. Says my mace, we have a Bryce. The Bryce says, Noisi Odom Duma. The Bryce is Beferish. That Lechaira and the Bryce is again talking about the same situation. We have a choice of one or the other. And the Bryce says, you should marry the mother, not the daughter. Even if you hold that, like, like Shmuel and Abiyachin had said, if you have a choice which one to marry, you should marry one or the other. But obviously, if someone reads you three Shaduchim, a plain, normal girl from a normal family, 
or a Duma or a Bas Duma, everybody agrees you should marry the plain normal girl and don't get involved with these kind of messes. So, what? Where is such a person? So it says the Gemara Mesve, the Bryce says, Noise Adam Duma. Noise sounds like, Lechatchili, you should go ahead and marry such a woman. That's clearly not the Alocha. It's clearly not Lechatchili to marry any of these women. Right? So, Amarava Dizbra, Noise Lechatchila, Ella must be, you have to change the Gears and the Bryce. And the Gears and the Bryce should be, Ella Im Nasot. So it must be the Bryce is the wrong Girsa. You change the word Nasa to Im Nasa. And if you marry a Duma, it's good. Well, once you're changing the Bryce and you tell me the text we have in the Bryce is not authoritative, then who knows what the proper text is supposed to be anyways. So Tani Nami Bastuma. So maybe it's not supposed to say Duma. Maybe it's supposed to say Bastuma because clearly whoever copied this text or said it over, said it over wrong. So what's the halacha? Ye saw the bastuma by yisuduma. The halacha is marry the daughter, don't marry the mother. Why? The Tani Rav Tachlifa Bam Rav Kamei Rav Avoh Anusvar that we haven't said yet. Isha Mezana. If you have a woman that you think she's Mezana, even if you know she's for sure Mezana, but Bonehok Sherem. Any children she gives birth with, you can assume are kosher children. Why? Because Rav Bila Sacher Abal, this is a we have in Shas, that Rav Bila Sacher Abal, assumingly, we'll talk about it in a second if that's necessarily tra- true in all cases, but if you hold Rav Bila Sacher Abal, then you have a Rav that says the kid is kosher. And therefore, if you have a Duma or a Bas Duma, the Bas Duma, while there might be only Chashashot about her, maybe she's from a Mamza or a Goy, but Rav Bila is our Mestam with the Baal, and therefore we don't have to worry anything about the child as much uh, in normal situations. Situations. Therefore, you should marry the Bastu and not marry the Duma. By Ravama. So Ravama says, wait a second. Now that you tell me this is based on this Svar, what if you know, or the husband knows and thinks, that Rav Bilas are with the boil, are not with the Baal? Okay? okay, so therefore, if you, if you talk to have such a situation like that, so there's nothing to discuss. Right? It's all built on the concept of Rav. And if you Rav Bilas are not by the Baal, then it would look higher. You'd have to be chayshish on the children. But... There's a possibility that's not necessarily the case. Because, says the Gemara, we have a machlekes in the Gemara Nida about when during a woman's cycle does she get pregnant or is she able to get pregnant. Okay? Generally speaking, nowadays we understand this at the beginning of the cycle, a woman's Nida cycle, not at the end. But the Gemara has a discussion about it. So if the Gemara says, if you hold, if you hold that a woman can only get pregnant at the end of her cycle, Meaning, right before she's perisnida, that's when you hold biologically she could get pregnant. Well, the problem is you don't really necessarily know when that is. It could be on day 27, day 26, day 25, day 28, 29, 30, whatever it is. So the husband doesn't know exactly what it is. Now, what's the issue over here? This husband knows that his wife is leaving the house from time to time for suspicious reasons. Okay? So he says, look, I can't stop her from sneaking out. I go to work. I don't know what she's doing during the day. But I definitely want to make sure that any children she has are my children. So at least the days of the month that she's allowed to become pregnant, I'm going to lock her up in the house. And therefore, if the other 20 days of the month she wants to sleep around, she'll sleep around. There's nothing I can do about it. But at least I should make sure that my children are my children. Oh, so now that depends. When will a woman normally become pregnant? If you hold she becomes pregnant at the end of her cycle, well, then you're in trouble because you never know what those days they are. So you won't be able to lock her up. And therefore, says the Gemara, the way Rashi explains, if you're talking about a situation where and he has no possibility of really guarding against this, then the children are going to be puzzled. 
And you're going to have to be chayshish all these children of Mamzerim or Miyodayama. He doesn't know when it is, he can't protect it. If you're the woman gets pregnant at the beginning of her cycle when she goes to the mikvah, so you know when she went to the mikvah, so those next three, four days, keep her away, keep her busy, and therefore that won't happen. Do you say that since he knows when this is and he knows to be suspicious, he'll be able to keep her in the house and make sure? That at least his children are absolutely legitimate. Or is she such a sneaky woman that in the middle of the night she's sneaking out that he has no idea and he can't protect at all? And therefore, as much as he wants to protect the, the, the legitimacy of his children, maybe he's not able to, so take her. So therefore, we clearly come out that if, you, if we have a situation where Rav Bilas are not Acharabal, if he knows that or he assumes that, Yutaka are going to have a, a problem with the children. The Mishnah then said that Elusha Bezdin, sometimes Bezdin gets involved to do Kini Vestira for the woman if the husband's not available, if he's, if he's a Cheresh or a Shaita, or if he's locked up and he's not available. Turn about. Ish, the Pasuk says, the Pasuk, Ish, Is, Ish, 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 why does it say double? The Rabbis, Ish, 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 if the husband is not of sound mind, if he's not around, if he's in jail, so now, not only does Ish, the husband, get involved, but Bezdin could get involved, as we said earlier, to now make her as a warning that now she's puzzled and she loses her ksuba. So does that kinui then work that Bezdin can then take her to the Bezdin HaGadol and be drink her saita? The Pasuk clearly says that only a husband can bring the wife, nobody else can. So therefore, even Bel Bezdin can jump in here based on the Pasuk and do a kinui, but that's only going to make her so that she loses her ksuba and she becomes also to the Baal and to the Baal, etc. But it will not make her Roy to drink saita. However, in the Mishnah we brought, and here we bring as well, no. This also works Lashkaisa, not that Bezdin can be Lashkaisa, but rather, of course, Riyasi agrees, only the husband can bring her to Yerushalayim to drink my Saita. He just says the husband can do it based on the Kinui of the Bezdin. Whereas according to the Tanakama, when the husband gets out of jail or comes back from Chutzlarz, he has to redo a whole new Kinui and a whole new Stira. Says the Mamaikimifi, what's the Machlaikas? Rabbanat Savi bin Vikina Vehevi. That the same halacha that says that behavior that the husband has to bring, that says that that same husband has to do the kinui. And therefore, the fact that Bezdin does the kinui does not help him. Those are two separate halachas. By the kinui, we have a special gzeris of ish ish that the Bezdin can do the kinui. Yes, to bring her to Bezdin, that's clearly that's the husband's halacha. But the Rashi says they're not tied one to the other. And therefore, you can actually have a kinui done by the Bezdin based on ish ish that will then be used by the husband to bring her to Yushalayim based on the Vehevi. So basically says they can, you can combine the halachas. But if it's all the psukim which mentioned in this is all with the vav. We'll get to the vavs tomorrow. Tanar Abonim. Tomorrow's daf. He knows that. Tanar Abonim. Ashetiste isha tachas isha. The passage says isha and isha. You'll see tomorrow. Mamish. says tomorrow. Lahakish isha v'isha lish. We had this tomorrow before. The Rabbi had said that we have a hekish between the man and the woman. But before we mention this tomorrow, we did not explain legabi what halachas is there a hekish between the man and the woman. So the Mar brings three examples. Rashi says these are not a machlekis. They're just all three are true. Things we can be makished ish to ish and hilchas sait. Amar of Sheshis. Kashem shem husuma. If he is blind, so then he cannot bring her to be mashkeh. The Pasik says that he is unable to, he does not see what she did. Mashma, he could see, 
And therefore, just in this case, she was hiding it. So therefore, a blind husband cannot be involved in Saita. So, if she's blind, then also the Pasha of Saita is not, is not applicable. Ravashi, I'm another one. If she doesn't have arms, if she doesn't have feet, she cannot be Shaisa. He has to make her stand up. So if she doesn't have legs, she can't. We, we do the Trufa. We said we put the Karbin on her hands. If she doesn't have hands, or Gemara like Taisus talked about earlier, if she just has arms, that might be good enough. But if she doesn't have anything, then you can't. So similarly, also the husband, if he also doesn't have legs or doesn't have arms, you're not going to be included in the parish of Saito. And a third example says, the Gemara, if she cannot talk, she's unable to speak, she's mute. She cannot be She has to answer to the if she can't speak. She cannot do that. Also, if the husband is in Elam, the same halacha would apply. And therefore, we see these three occasions between the halachas of a man and the halachas of a woman. Says the Mishnah, new pair. Just like, obviously, if she was Mazana, the water checks her to see if she's guilty or innocent. So also, the water checks him. Now, remember, there are two hymns in this story. That's the whole problem, is that there are two hymns. Right? We have the Baal and the Boil. So which one of these two people is the Oisoi in this Mishnah? We'll have to wait till the Gemara to see. Shenemar, it says in the Pasuk, how do you know it checks him as well as it checks her? Shenemar, Ubo, Ubo, the Pasuk says, Ubo, Hamai Ma'armeyele B'merech, that's Vespotten, and that's in Pasuk Chavbez, and in Pasuk Chavdal, V'yishkese Isha Esmei Ma'armeyele, Ubo, Hamai Ma'armeyele So therefore it says the word Bo twice, and therefore it's a for L'chaira. It says it twice, we'll see the Gemara exactly what the drush is tomorrow, and therefore it says it twice, one for her, and one for him, whoever that him is. Next halach in the Mishnah. Just like once she does stira and she does not yet drink the Mesoit, then we have the suffix. So in that situation, she's also to the Baal if you're not Mavar the suffix. So also then she becomes also to the Baal forever. If the husband dies or if the husband divorces her at this stage, she's not allowed to be with the Baal. Shenemar, how do we know that? Shenemar, the Gemara brings the, the Pasuk, brings the, the Misha brings the following Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Zois teres hakanois, asetiste isha, tachas isha, under by her husband, vinitma'o. And she becomes tame. And we darshan, Rekiva says, nitma, vinitma. The word nitma itself is extra, and the vav at the beginning of the nitma is extra, double drasha, to teach me that not only is she nitma to the baal, she's also nitma to the baal. That's Rabbi Akiva's drasha. I'm Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua, when he heard this drasha from Rabbi Akiva, he said, Kacha ben ben was one of the, one of the tanayim that we talk about by Churban Beis Amikdash. So he also darshan this. And Rabbi, and therefore he also darshan that it's asura the baal baal based on the extra vav by the nitma. However, Rabbi Oimer, Rabbi has a different drasha. Rabbi says a different drasha. He says, Shnei parma murim parsha nitma v'nitma. It actually says it, Rashi points out, it actually says the word v'nitma three times, maybe even more, we'll see in the Gemara tomorrow, and therefore based on the fact that it's superfluous a number of times, not darshaning the vav, we're not darshaning the vav according to Rabbi, we're darshaning the extra words v'nitma, that's how he learns out, echelabal v'echelabal. So we'll see tomorrow, machlaikis, whether we darshan these extra vavs and what we learn out from all these various psukh. Continues the Mishra off topic. 
Boy Bayoim Dorashibiakiva. Rashi explains that we had a Gemara Brachas. The Gemara Brachas says the story with Rabbi Demachlaikis between Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Akiva, and Azariah, and eventually they deposed Rabbi Gamliel from being the Nasi because he was Pagan, the covenant of Tanoim over there. Uh, and therefore, when they deposed him, they made Rabbi and Azariah to be the Nasi, and that's how Rani came in. Shemeshani grew the white beard. That was in Yavne. That was relatively close after the Chorban Bias. That was in Yavne. It said, the Gemara says in Brachas, that day, when the Blessed Azariah became the Nasi, he opened up the doors of the Beis Medish. Rabbi Gamliel had said, you can only come into the Beis Medish only if you pass a, a very, very stringent test of Lishma. And the Blessed Azariah said, no, everybody has what to contribute. And the Gemara says, on that day, anytime it says in Shas, it's referring to that one day that the Blessed Azariah was the full-time Nasi, and he opened the doors. The Gemara explains over there that even Rabbi Gamliel himself was in the Beis Medish that day, and they had a beautiful Rizcha Daraisa, and fighting and arguing, it was a beautiful thing, uh, to come out with many different halachas that we're going to discuss as well over here. So therefore, this mission now says a list of these halachas that were clarified that day by Bayarim. What does that do with our sugya? Even though it doesn't say it, says Rashi, it must be that the first halacha we learned in the mission of the Minitma and the discussion to Nebi Akiva and Nebi Yeshua uh, over there must have also happened by Bayoim. Therefore, since it brought that discussion by Bayoim, it brings these other items by Bayoim which have nothing to do with our Masechah whatsoever, <laughs> but it gives us an opportunity to take travels through Shas. So the first halach is as follows. By Bayoim, Darsh Nebi Akiva, Hilchus Tum of Atayr. The Pasuk says, I'll read the Pasuk inside. The Pasuk says, V'chol Kli Cheres Eshiipo Mehem Al Toichi. The Pasuk over there is talking about Shratzim and Nevelis, things which are Tomei. And it says, you have a Kli Cheres Eshiipo Mehem El Toichi so if you have a klisheres that a sheretz falls into, kol anything in that kli is going to become tamei, the kli itself you break. Okay, so what is that Pasuk teaching me? Eino emer tamei. So let's go through the cheshven over here. Let's assume we're talking about a sheretz. So the sheretz is an av hatuma. It goes into a kli, let's say a tanur, uh, an oven of some sort, and the kli itself becomes tamei rishon. Okay, that we're going through the, the, the regular schedules of Tumah. So the Kli itself becomes a Rishon. Anything in it, if there's food in that Tanur, that food will become a Shein. So it's touched now from the Rishon, it becomes a Shein. The Pasik says that that which is, let's read again, any food in that Kli will become Tumah. Now, we have to be very careful over here with this word. There are two words we use by Hukos One is called Tumah, and one is called Pusel. What is it between Tomei and Puzzle? It's going to be very, very critical for the Dafim on Thursday and Friday, which is something Tomei can make something else Tuma, can extend the Tuma further. Something Puzzle is the end of the line. Generally speaking, in Shas, we talk about something can be an Avatuma, Avia Vaisatuma if you have a mace, it can be an Avatuma, it can be a Rishan Tuma, it can be a Shani Latuma. Normally, what you've normally seen in Shas, if you've learned any Mishnahis here or there, is by Chulin, we stop at Shani. There's no such thing as a Shlishi. By Truma, we normally talk about a Shlishi. And by Kudshim, we can even go up to Ravi. That's the normal flow of things. This Mishnah says something not normal. Okay? This Mishnah says, there will be a key medarshan as follows. It says that this piece of food that's in this Klicheres, now the Klicheres was a Rishon because it touched the Sheretz. The food itself is a Shani. We're talking about Hulan over here, Lechera. We should have said, the Pasuk should have said that that piece of food is not Tamei, because it's no extending Tumah past. That piece of food should be Puzzle. Okay, but it doesn't. It <coughs> says yitma. Eno amer tamei ele yitma, which means it extends the tumah. Means the tamei acher that that piece of food in the tanur lechayra says Rebekiva. The pasuk is telling you daraisa can be metame other things. Lima alakik or sheni shemetame sashlishi. 
Says Rikiva, that sounds to me that the Pusik's telling me that not only by Truma do we have a Din Shlishi, but even by Chulun itself, we can also have a Shlishi Latuma. So the Sheretz is a Rishon, the Tanner is a Shani, the Sheretz is an Av, Tanner is a Rishon, the food inside of it becomes a Shani, and if something touches that food, let's say water, it would become a Shlishi, the rice. That's a big Kiddush. Amr Rabbi Yeshua, it says Rabbi Yeshua, ha-ha, beautiful. Mi yegalar offer me'nech Rabbi Yechim and Zaka. Rabbi Yechim and Zaka was not around anymore. There's in Yavna, Rabbi Yechim and Zaka is nifter already, but he said, ah, halavai, Rabbi Yechim and Zaka was here, we'd be able to be megalar offer me'nech, we'd be able to take the dirt off his eyes. Why? Because Rabbi Yechim and Zaka had an issue. Sheyisra, and Rabbi Yechim and Zaka used to say, it was famous that he said it, also dar acher letar kikor shlishi. We have a problem. The problem is there is no Pasuk in the Torah which talks about Shlishi Latoma directly at all. And as we'll see in the Gemara on Thursday, it actually, Rabbi Yechem and Zaki learned it out from a Kalvachimer. And, and he, even when he learned it out from a Kalvachimer that there's such a thing as Shlishi, it's only applicable to Truma, not to Chulin. We'll see that on Thursday. Says Rabbi Yechem and Zake, one of the things he used to talk about, Rabbi Yechem and Zake was always thinking about the future, right? He made all these takanas, and all these things, he was very, very concerned about the future. Rabbi Yechem and Zake said, I'm worried that in the future, someone's going to slug up that Kalvachimer and cancel Shlishi Betruma. They're going to cancel it because they're going to come up with some logic to undo that. Says Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yechem and Zake, your Talmud, Rabbi Akiva, solved your problem. Because he darshan from this Pasik that it's not a Kalvachimer. It's a Pusik Beferish in the Torah. And not only is it a Pusik Beferish in the Torah by Truma, it's even a Pusik Beferish in the Torah by Chulun as well. That's just such a thing as Shlishi. And therefore, if you were Birchen and Zakeh Halavai, you would have seen your Talmud Rabbi Akiva saying this Trosha, Givaldic, you would have been very happy. Anything to do with it? It's only a Kicheres? No. We'll see anything on Thursday. Okay, says and therefore says Rabbi Yeshua, this would be a gavaldika drasha. Now remember what I'm, what we're saying here, B'shem Rabbi Akiva, is I'll pay everything you've learned in Shas wrong. Okay, just let's just make that very clear. Okay, everywhere you learn in Shas, we normally say that by Chulin we stop at a Shani. Only Truma goes to a Shlishi. Rabbi Akiva is being mechadash over here that Chulin itself goes to a Shlishi. This is not normally the sheet that we go with. We'll talk about it more Mitzvah later in the week. Another Joshua. It says in the Pasuk by the Ari Levim. There are two Pesukim over there by the Ari Levim. The second Pasuk, which is actually in, if you're, if you're in Pashas Matis, Pasuk Hey, Pasuk Hey says, right, this, We have little funny traps over there and all that stuff. So it says that around the Ari Levim, there was a Migrash, there was an area that you measured, 2,000 Amas around each side of the city. How, that's in Pasuk Hay. But if you go back one Pasuk, in Pasuk Dalit it says, that there was another area that was a thousand Amas. So what was this area around the city? Was it a thousand Amas or was it two thousand Amas? The steer one to the other. Okay, it's, uh, it says Rabbi Akiva, Elef Amas Migrash. Elef Amas means you have to leave a thousand Amas around the outside of the city that no one can live in, but they used it for, for, for fields and for gardens. Valpayim Amatum Shabbos. Says Rabbi Akiva, when it says Alpayim Amat, it has nothing to do with the Ir Levian per se. It's teaching you a whole other halacha. That there's a halacha called Tchum Shabbos Doraisa. 
This is also not makubal in most of Shas. The Rebbe is paskining that Tchum Shabbos, the normal Tchum Shabbos you talk about of 2,000 Amas is the rice, and that's what the Pshat in this Pasuk means. And therefore the Pasuk is telling you two totally separate halachas. One is a 1,000 Amas you have to leave around the city that you have to make parks, and then you have to also leave 2,000 Amas, not leave, but when you have on Shabbos how far you could walk, it's 2,000 Amas. Now remember, the park is actually outside the city. So the park is actually part of that 2,000 Amas you're counting. They overlap. Okay. Maybe the Yezer, but no, Yezer, no. That is not the Peshat of the Pesach. Elaf Amar is Migrash, and Alpayim Amar Sadr Shukram, we have two separate functions. Don't do Tum Shabbos. Tum Shabbos is not Deraisa. Tum Shabbos is Derabanan. And when the Pesach says a thousand and two thousand, it's two, two separate things. One's for parks, one's for planting. Rashi, very carefully here, learns, not like what you probably heard. The Rambam says that it means one thousand for parks and two thousand for fields. Rashi over here says, no, they overlap. And it actually means the first thousand outside the city are parks, and the next thousand up till the two thousand marker are going to be for planting. So it's not three thousand according to Rashi, it's Sachakol two thousand. That's the next Allah. One more Allah. Two more, I should say. It says in the Pasuk. What is Vayyamru Lamer? They sang a Shira. What's Vayyamru Lamer? Shein Tamalamer Lamer. Matamalamer Lamer. Milamed Shal Yisrael. Oinen Shira Achrev Shal Moshe. They said the Shira together with Moshe in some sort of fashion. We'll see anything more how. I'll call Dover of the They said it with Moshe like we read Halal. What does that mean? You'll have to wait later in the week when we discuss it. Lakach Namer Lamer. So it says Lamer to teach me that point. It's not the way we read Hallel. They read the Shira the way we read Shema. What is this referring to? Who's saying what first? How they're repeating it? We'll see in the more, the more details. One more halacha. But it's not halacha. I got it. This is somebody different. This is apparently the only time Yeshua ben Herkinus is mentioned in all of Shas. It's a very, very unique halacha. What? Shua ben Herkinus? I don't think so. Okay. Lazar ben Herkinus, which might be his brother. Not clear. But it, this, is, this would be Shua ben Herkinus. Question is, Eiv, we know at the end of the day, we're assuming Eiv was a tzaddik. Right? He was Mikabal, everything that happened. Was he Mikabal me'ava or was he Mikabal me'ir? He says, he holds he's Mikabal me'ava. Shenemar, hein yikatluni, lo ayachel. Even if you kill me, lo ayachel. Now, we have the lo here, the way it's printed in the Yogamara, with a lamed vov, which means, I will be, I will be, uh, I will, I will always stay with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Okay, lo ayachel, I always look, I always daven, I stick with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, loy with a vov. Okay. Says my vadaina dava shakal, but it's not so clear. Loya ni mitzapa or any mitzapa. Does that mean I look towards a kodesh with a vav or loy mitan alif? What does it mean? I will not look towards a kodesh Now, what do you mean? What does it say in the Tanakh? Open a Tanakh and see how it's written. Hold on, tomorrow we'll talk about it later on. So Talmud Leimar, we have another pasuk. until I die, loy asir I will not take off my love, my connection to Kadosh Baruch Hu. Malamit shemeava also. So you see, says Rabbi Shuvan Horkinus that Eiv loved the Kadosh Baruch Hu as a din and av. On that Rabbi Shu also responded. Again, we can have an answer to something Rabbi Yechem and Zakai said. She used to say shaloyavadi yevis makom elam 
used to say Rechon with Zakeh that Eov was on a lower Madrega. He wasn't Ava, he was Yira. Shanemar, the Pasuk, Ishtam Yosha, Yoreyele, Kivisamera. So you see from that Pasuk, he had a din of Yira. So maybe he was only on the lower Madrega of Sirvek Rashpochumi Yira. Well, Yeshua Tamide Tamitcha, Yeshua, your grand Talmud, right? Since so Yeshua and Hurkinus, who seemed to be a Talmud of Rabbi Akiva, Loma Chami Avos. He was able to dash him with this Pasuk that you actually see he was dash in May Avos. So this would have been a good answer. And I guess Rabbi Yechem Zaka would have been happy if he'd have had this drush available. So we have this list of Boi Bayoims. We're going to have to spend time going through each one and understand the halachas that we learned here. Okay.